Hello and welcome to our coffee talk from Planet Fair. I'm Henrike von Platen and I'm talking with my friend. Margaret Bjergenbottes. It's so much fun to see you again, Friday after Friday after Friday. And um, sometimes today I want to, want to ask you a question. I've just a couple of minutes before we sort of entered into our call, I read a comment and I've already had that so often. And it was like saying, look, if in a company where we do whatever we do, we have somebody 25 years uh, old with five years of experiences and we have another guy on the same position, 35 years old, 15 years of experiences, should they be paid the same? And if yes, how do I explain that to my <laughs> fellow people in the company? And I was like, going, okay, I've heard this so many times, I will answer um, yes and no, depending on the company culture. And I was thinking like, we've, we've uh, talked so much about um, fair pay analysis, about the variables that can be used, about the variables being different depending on the companies and not always the same, that I wanted to sort of kick off with asking you, Margaret, what do you think about this um, variable experience and what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I think um, your answer, yes and no, is the right answer, right? Because when we think about um, what we are doing in pay equity analysis, calculating all of these pay gaps is after accounting for the factors that drive pay, you know, are there systematic gender differences or other demographic differences? And then the key phrase in there is that the factors that determine pay. So then it really, all of these factors that we are using should reflect the pay policy of the organization. So to answer the question that you got, uh, should they be paid the same? The answer is it depends on your pay philosophy. Do you award experience or do you not, right? And then, you know, for more sophisticated companies, there are maybe certain roles that where you do reward experience and in other roles you don't reward experience. Um, but what you need to be able to do is to explain your pay philosophy. And I think organizations in Europe will be forced to do this in a couple of years because it's part of the uh, European Transparency Act. So uh, there you have to be able to explain what differentiates pay. So you will have to be able to um, yeah, explain whether the answer is yes or no. Yeah, absolutely. I really like that. And I, I like that differences are possible. I, I like that the yes is possible and the no is possible too. And that not every company is the same and people are not the same either. Um, especially on the experience part, I've seen in Germany very often, you have that substitute age or time in company, age or time in company equals experience because you might just not know how you would measure experience which is sort of if you want to explain that experience is okay you need to be able to measure it somehow and not say okay you've been here longer might not be enough at least here we see often that for the younger people that doesn't sort of sound very fair anymore they say like just because somebody has been there longer doesn't mean that that person is better faster or whatever um so the age in itself isn't very uh, just doesn't justify it so nicely anymore for the younger generation. Now, the question to you again would be: Do you have you ha, do you have the feeling that this is going to change? Is it just a German issue, or do you see it in different countries as well that the substitute of age needs to sort of go away and um, either they just drop that uh, 
part out of their pay philosophy or they use something else? So I, I would say increasingly, instead of trying to capture, because as you point out, there's, it's a challenge to capture experience. Um, and like you say, often we use age as a surrogate. So increasingly what we see organizations do is to use uh, time and role um, or time within the organization as a means to reward uh, employees, you know, their time within the organization, which is then um, correlated with experience. And another thing to think about kind of from a pay equity perspective is that uh, often organizations have a grading scheme for their jobs and um, those grading schemes also often reflect experience. So um, it reflects the complexity of the job. It reflects the responsibility of the job. So in, in a sense, part of just the job architecture within an organization partly um, or partially captures experience as well. So I would say, yeah, increasingly, I see organizations stopping to attempt to measure experience and moving more to something concrete that they can document. Yeah. I've seen that as well. If if the uh, pay philosophy and the system is very good, very well in details, also on the roles and what's inside there, then suddenly, even if they had age in before, you see that it doesn't make a difference because they have actually um, sophisticated, yeah, have a more sophisticated system over time, and then they can drop age easily because it's inside the rest already. Yeah. Where we are at the question of time and money, a question that we still haven't solved, but I remember we talked about it once. How do you sort of get time and money away? Meaning at this point, not the time of experiences, but the hours you work and the money you get. And, and that would be the open one. But uh, looking at our time for the call, we don't have much more, only a minute, I think, or a little bit more. Um, so um, I'll just do a last question for you this time. I feel like questioning you a bit. It's so interesting. Would there be another variable that you would just spontaneously think of is similar in challenge or could be one that would be worth discussing if people are thinking about experiences that they should straight away also think about X, Y, Z? I mean, my favorite variable of all, because it's always so controversial and it's so fun to A, analyze and B, discuss this performance. Right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, so many times we meet, you know, organizations that say they're performance driven, but then surprisingly performance, there's no correlation between performance and actual um, pay. So I think this will be another, I mean, a push. So kind of thinking forward, what will happen over the next two, three years in Europe uh, following the um, Pay Transparency Act? And similarly, there are active activity over here in the U.S. as well. But the fact that organization will have to be able to explain how these different factors impact pay. Um, I think what we will see is that pay decisions will become more disciplined. So for organizations that choose to um, use performance, individual performance as a pay driver, I think we will see a more disciplined approach to it. So it will be very interesting to see kind of how that will evolve over the next couple of years. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and I think we will oh, see a change in that. Yes, yes, I like performance too. <laughs> 
the discussions about that variable, especially. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Margaret. I think we should stop at this point or our eight minutes will just poof, be gone. Yep. Um, thank you so much. See you soon. See you yes. soon and goodbye, everybody. Talk soon. Bye.